Welcome to another episode of Wine with Wendy. You're with Mary Beth and Wendy. All right. So, uh, Wendy, we haven't talked to our viewers in a little bit, and I know it's because we've had a lot going on in this country. <laughs> uh, what have you been up to, Wendy? Well, um, I don't know if some of these folks have listened before, but I own a, uh, a massage and wellness center, and I am a single mom with two kids that are now in public school and we are just going day to day trying to figure out you know make sure we're we're healthy and I'm staying in business which thankfully I it's been very very tight but I will say I'm I have a great clientele so I'm staying in business so day to day it's a journey but we're staying positive and that and well you know (laughs) (laughs) The election and COVID and all those things here in the U.S. has been very interesting for a parent, period. True, true. And so, for our viewers, our listeners, sorry, you don't view anything. Our listeners, tell us what you are drinking tonight, since we're wine with Wendy. Well, since I got off work pretty late this evening, I just went to the grocery store and I got 19 Crimes... Pinot Noir, which is uh, mm. pretty tasty and price uh, conscious, so that was that Ex- was good. Excellent, excellent. Well, I would be drinking something I've never had, and it's a little complicated, I have to say, because I've never had it before. But it's uh, a place out of Virginia. They're called Black Snake Meadery. So I'm drinking a mead. It's a honey mead, and it's really good. Um, for anybody that lives in my area of the world, it's uh, over here on the East Coast in the Southeast. It almost reminds you of, I think I told you, Scumpernong. Smells like that, but it tastes like honey. It's a little different, but I like it. And I told her it's a Dr. Seuss sounding drink because that's a funny, funny sound, sounding word. But Which leads us into our next segment. Don't you think we live in a Dr. Seuss book right now? Oh my gosh, yes. Our country is bananas. I have completely tried to avoid all the news um, and live my life. And of course, you can't avoid it because everybody wants to talk about what's happening and everybody's split this side or that side. And uh, even my family here, you know, it's like everybody's voted one way and somebody else might have voted the other. And you could just. It's very dividing, but I've noticed since the media has decided that one candidate's won, even though it's not completely uh, legalized yet, um, that some people seem to have relief, you know, yeah, um, just for it to kind of sort of be over yeah. that part, even though we know that it's not. Right. Um, and then you hear all kinds of other things about vaccine and shutdowns and like I was telling you earlier, my uh, one of my employees, her two kids go to school and their school shut down last night because they had uh, too many cases of COVID. Wow, that is crazy. So for a single mom that has to go to work, what do you do with your kids all day? You know, it's like there's no plan for this. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like one day you're in business and the next day it's like, you know, you're done. You're shut down, yeah. So yeah. it's like not everybody gets to work from home. Right. Like what we do is hands on. 
So anyway, it's been a very, very touch and go. And I'll tell you, like I said earlier, for me, the key is to stay as high flying in my attitude and positivity as I possibly can. Right. And I have found that that has been my saving grace. You know, gratitude and positive words and positive thoughts and don't get me wrong. You know, I get in the weeds. Right. But um, work out of it very quickly. And and if I can just avoid the negative, it seems to be very, very, very helpful. But, I mean, what are you what are you doing to stay sane? Because I know your situation is completely different than mine. Mine is different because, you know, my kids are like polar opposite. They're, they're grown, but they live at home. So I don't have to deal with them <laughs> except for when meal time happens what are we doing for supper what are we doing for supper um but wendy and i are so interesting that we kind of a little bit are in some ways opposite wendy does not want to as you said look at the tv and deal with all the the craziness of the news and the media whereas unfortunately (laughs) and i get this from our dad i'm glued to the tv day in and day out, especially now that um, I do work from home. I'm able to sit and just have it on all day. And I go between both of the ma- the national networks because um, I like to see what one is. I mean, they're both very slanted. You know, I'm, I, I will tell everybody right now, I am not for one party or the other. So, you know, don't, don't get me wrong here. I listen to both sides and I laugh a lot. <laughs> but, you know, the COVID thing is... Um, pretty trying it does I, I guess it doesn't affect us because I just I'm a you know introverted person in a way I like to stay in my own castle and not really mingle with a lot of people um on a typical day so I'm not the social butterfly um which I never have been that's just I've just always been kind of you know to myself <laughs> See, but you know, I struggle there because I'm extroverted and I yes. have to be out. Yes, yes, and that, in that, it's just so cool um, that we're, you know, because Wendy and I didn't grow up in the same home, obviously, um, but we are sisters and we are best friends, and I love that she's an extrovert because she helps me a whole lot in that area. <laughs> um, but no, I, I just, uh, you know, so I stay in. I stay inside. We we go to the Walmart and pick our groceries up, um, and come home, and basically that's it. I mean, really, that's all we do. Maybe we get out and go to Starbucks once in a while through the drive-through, but we just don't do a whole lot. See, and I, I, and that's perfect for right now. Like that is what you're supposed to do. That's what they tell you to do is do stay at home. But like for somebody like me who's divorced, right. Um, and I deal with people all day long, but I like people. I yeah. haven't been going out cause there's no, I mean, nothing's really open, but yeah. I mean, I go out to restaurants every now and then, but seriously, this has been very trying because even though I wasn't like going out to bars and stuff, it's nice to go out to dinner with friends or mm-hmm. go to a movie or whatever. And I've never stopped grocery shopping. I, mm-hmm. I've always gone in the stores. Always. See, the moment they told me I could drive up to Target and somebody brings me something out, that was in hog heaven. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. This is like my world. I deal well in COVID. COVID world. Sorry, everybody. I'm not trying to promote COVID because that's not what I'm trying to do. I think we've said before on this podcast, I have a healthcare background. But for me personally, as a person, I don't want to have to get out and deal with shopping. So if somebody can bring my, something to my car, 
I'm, you know, I maneuver through this world just by, really, I have to say, honestly, and I know this sounds pathetic, but the, the COVID situation did not change uh, my husband and, and I, our social situation. We just have never been social butterflies. We're, you know, I, I'm an artist, Alan's an artist, and we just, um, I don't know, we've always just been to ourselves. So nothing has changed very much, I guess, um, for us, but. I can only imagine for somebody who is social like you, it's real. It probably is hard, and like you said, you're divorced, and I can imagine a lot of people identify with that. And they're like, "Hell yeah, Wendy, we're just ready to get out. We're ready to go somewhere. We're ready to do something." So I can imagine it's extremely hard. Well, what's really cool though is I've done a lot of house projects. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like that, and it has forced me to kind of sit still and do. And I'm okay with that too. But. I've noticed like a lot of my clients have missed people so much mm-hmm. that like they'll see me and their hairdresser and maybe one other person. Right. So I'm part of their, you're their, their social setting. I'm like their social self care yeah. person. Yeah. And so you really get kind of tight, mm-hmm. tighter with your clients in that way. But I, I just, I really, and we were talking about this the other day. Um, I really, I don't, I know I should, some people think I should, but I don't feel afraid mm-hmm. and I don't want to buy into the fear. I don't want to live my life in a uh, bubble. Right. I don't, I don't, I never did before and I, and I won't again, but I will be safe and I'll be precautionary and I'll be logical mm-hmm. and use science as a means of, you know, what are some good, good things to do. But you and I were talking the other day, like I know so many people that have had it mm-hmm. and and, and there have been a couple that have died. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were, not that this is true, but a lot of them were much, much older. Right. And then uh, other folks had a, had a really rough time with it, but they're they're over it-ish. I mean, they still feel weird, but they, they're over it. And uh, so anyway, it's just, it's like, what do I do? Uh, not have a business, go into complete... Right. Go go into complete and utter um you know despair financially and my kids not eat and then lose my house because i might get sick and then get over it i mean that's a really big risk you know what i'm saying i do and i think a lot of us worry about that part you know the the uh sorry we had some technical issue there for a second i think I think that a, a lot of people, you know, I know I'm concerned. You know, I've, I've got a stay-at-home job now. My husband worked from home with his company. But it's always in the back of your head, well, what if something happens and they start cutting jobs again? What are we going to do? And I think that's on the mind of, of every American. I can't imagine if you're an American citizen, that's not on your mind. If you're, a, Let me say, if you're a working, <laughs> regular Joe American citizen. Speaking of Joes, what do you think about the election process here? Wendy? Oh God! Okay, my honest opinion, and real quick on the other subject is yeah. the business people, the small businesses like me, right? Like I employ people; they depend on their paychecks. Yeah. I need to stay open, and my clients depend on me too. Yeah. So it's like if they shut us down, we're screwed. Right. Literally, there's no money. I have none left. Literally, none left. Right. Month to month is where I'm at. So all this money that I hear everybody talking about, I ain't got none of it. Yeah. I mean, I'm literally just month to month. And 
you know. So anyway, um, Joe Biden and Trump. Well, <laughs> here's my real thoughts on this. And somebody's going to hear and get pissed, but whatever. Sorry, but this is how I feel about it. Um, I feel like it was premature for them to claim that. I think that there is an electoral process that's not finished yet. Mm-hmm. I do think there's some shady stuff that might have happened. And, I mean, it's it's due process. So they need to be able to finish the due process. And if he's the winner, great. If not, we're going to have a really hard time in this country because I think a lot of people are going to be super duper angry because they think that there's another person that's won. Right. But it wasn't based on the United States calling it. It was based on the media calling it. It sure was. And, you know, again, I, I to put this out there, <laughs> and uh, people would say, well, you don't have a dog in the fight. I didn't vote. I didn't vote. Sorry, I exercised my right not to vote. There you go. Um, I did. I voted. You voted. I didn't vote. But here's what I see. Because I am, I feel like I'm a, a very much a moderate person. I saw, you know, one of the networks, I'm not going to call any network names because I don't want any backlash. One of the networks, you know, I've been watching it. They are ready for Trump to concede. Well, they've kind of gone through this weirdness of, well, you know, Joe won, Joe won. Joe probably did win. Okay, fine. Sure. He won. That, but the networks had no business calling it too early, like you said. I, I agree with that. The other part is the networks then went from Joe one, Joe one to well, he just needs to concede. You know, they never gave the election process the time it was needed to work itself out. That's why it's called an election process. And, well, that's you the know, whole point of democracy. Exactly. Is we we have the right to vote, and if and we did, thankfully, right. But the fact of the matter is, if one of the candidates needs to have a recount, they're due. That's democracy. At, right. And that's okay, because if it's legit, no problem. Right. You just, it's, it's the pain in the butt, but you do it again. So, to me, that's very that's very upsetting to it know is. that people, that the media is like, hey, here's the winner. Wait a minute. Whoa. Right. Well, you know, the left has been just gnawing at the bit. And I'm going to point it out. Again, I don't vote usually. I, I, the last time I voted, I can't re- I, I don't remember when. So a lot of people, yes, if you write to us, fine, and say, well, you shouldn't be talking because you never, you know, you don't ever vote. Well, here's the thing. I can still have an opinion because I'm still an American citizen. I just exercise my right not to vote. You so, still pay your taxes. Still pay my taxes. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. But, um, you know, the, the left has been wanting... They never got over the last election, and we've heard about it for four years, and now they get their moment to shine, and they just jumped at the bit. They couldn't stand it, so they called it. You know, that's the way I look at it. And then, you know, the right side, of course, they kind of waited a little bit. They took their time. Well, you know, let let Trump have his day. Let him have his moments to kind of get his head wrapped around the fact that, yeah, probably he didn't win, but let us get the votes counted you know and recounted and things done legally but you know it's 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 just silliness it's silliness at the end of the day it's silly we have a democracy we have rules in place they have to be played out and if people would just act like adults you know the 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 winner will come through (laughs) 
that's the problem. People haven't acted like adults. No. They're listening to everything the media says. Yeah. And the minute that, for God, God's sakes, if, he, if they say, oh, never mind, this one's not the winner, that one is, some people are going to be stupid. And that's the part that I'm like, oh, my goodness. That's the part that I actually am like, hmm, apprehensive about. Um, to me, either way, whatever. We'll yeah. figure it out. Whoever's in office, we'll figure it out. But well, not so everybody that I got to point out that I thought was extremely interesting. You tell me what your thoughts are about this once I say it. The fact that, you know, um, the left decided to have such a grand party in lots of cities. They all spilled out into the towns. I don't know if you saw that on the news because you don't really watch the news, but in every major city, uh, even I think up here in where I live, they spilled out into the towns and they were like, you know, in New York City, it literally looked like New Year's Eve. Like they really could have just done a New Year's Eve and yay, Joe won the, the election all at one time because there was so many people in Times Square and they showed it and it was just ridiculous. It really looked like New Year's Eve. Um, but I didn't see not one, and maybe they didn't show it. Maybe they showed it. Maybe I missed it. Y'all write me and tell me. I didn't see not one Trump supporter out arguing with them. Maybe right. they were kind of arguing a little bit, but no no violence of any kind. But I That's almost can guarantee you folks, and again, I'm a moderate. I don't play for one side or the other. But I can guarantee you, had Trump won this election, and they called it for him, we would have had utter chaos in the streets from the left. And, you know, so that's got, that says a lot to me as just an American citizen. It's like, look, so we always have to play with you because you will hurt us instead of if we win, you know, it's kind of like that, that sibling rivalry. You've got a bully on one side and then you've got the good kid on the other side. It's like, come on, we can all play nice in the sandbox, you know, and I'm going to support Joe. I mean, I I'll think, support who whoever's our president and right. whoever wins fairly. Yeah. I mean, I I I voted, and I I feel like they represented very different things. A lot of people can't stand Trump, but I can honestly say I've benefited from him being in office for on several different things. Uh, on an economic basis, personally, I feel like he's better. But the other guy is better at the unity part and right. some of the other things and, and has a better way of speaking and not as hothead. But besides the point of what my thoughts are politically, you're right. There weren't riots and there could have been if it was the other way around. Because if somebody would have said the other way around that there was a miscount or there was fraud or whatever, there would be people probably banging up my business right now. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, so really, that's that's the part you're saying, and you're right. That's very interesting. So that's what worries me is if they do overturn this, that's that's sad and ridiculous yeah. because there's going to be anger that just spews from people, and it's not going to yeah. be very productive. Right. You know? it, it almost. And here you go, conspiracy theorists, because I know you're out there listening. <laughs> Maybe the powers that be said, you know, we we gotta we gotta save the country because if Trump does win this thing. You know, there's going to be World War Three. It's going to be Civil War. It's just not going to be good for nothing. And the people can just have to muddle along for four more years with Joe because Joe's going to unite everybody. And, you know, congratulations, Joe. You tried three times and third time's a charm, maybe. <laughs> so good for you. But, you know, it's not fair to put the American people 
in the middle of that kind of stuff. And it's not fair to be so slanted on one side or the other to cause that much chaos in our our country. Our country. Well, wait a minute, though. People are not robots. And if they are, shame on them. They need to have their own thought. They need to be able to go, you know what? Hmm, that's funny. Because if you think about it, if somebody at a different level is orchestrating all this baloney, um, then there's chaos either way. Right. Potentially. Potentially. So if you're playing taught. if you're playing chess on some weird other level, you know, much higher than the presidency, then then you've already got it in the bag yeah. on some weird weird level. But either way, it is if of my opinion that um, as long as we can make up our own minds, as was the whole premise behind the American Revolution, etc., then then we won't have a problem. But if you follow the mainstream bullcrap, we got a problem. And if you just let yourself use all the anger that you have about your own life come out because of an election, well, then you need to go to counseling. Right. You know, it's like don't don't use that as your outlet. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Well, and you know, and, and look at how divided. How how closely divided the country is really, you know, you could almost take those cut numbers it. and you could have you two could, countries. You could cut it right in half. You could you could have literally, a, a, again, a Northern Ireland and then the Republic of Ireland because that's basically how that works. You know, so it's, it, and all right, anybody who's a legal person, don't, don't come at me going, well, that's not really how that works. Okay, fine. I'm just giving an example, but it's just, you know, we're just so divided. It's just, it's sad well, to me. And it's been that way for a while. And quite frankly, who knows? Maybe it will be that way at some point. Maybe there will be this and that, you know? Could be, you know. So who, know, who know? All I know is, and we go back, I, I go back to, because I feel like I'm a very intuitive person. Yes, you are. I go back to my directive being stay as high frequency, high flying in your own life as you can. Because that has much more impact than sinking down to the levels of fear, anger, depression. If you can try with gratitude and your day-to-day maybe meditation and uh, practices loving your kids and just kind of focusing. That's why I don't watch the news because right. I need to really – is to try to be more of a um, – a positive influence versus let's feed into all this drama that's ensuing. I'm sorry. There's drama in every single historical time. I mean, let's think, think back. I mean, there's always, when there's time for change, there's always going to be a bunch of drama. Yeah. The best thing I think that we can do is to, is just to be positive as, as we can and let, and let the chips fall where they may. Right. Right. And be brave and be bold and stick to your guns. So not literally. <laughs> no, well, you know it is a it is a right. <laughs> um so Wendy, this brings us to this segment of our show. We have we have an email from Joe from uh Minnesota. And Joe, I think Joe's a, a lady, so uh Joe wants to know how is it that we uh, are able to talk like sisters and not 
you know, go at each other's throat because one of us believes something more than the other, you know, that kind of sibling, you know, rivalry kind of thing. So I'm going to let you handle that, that question. Tell Joe what, what, okay. how we do it. Well, first of all, what's very interesting about our relationship is we don't ever actually get to touch or hug. I mean, she lives in one state. I live in a, a, another one. So thank goodness for FaceTime. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how we really keep in touch. I talk to her more than I do some of my family members here down the street. But I think because we have different backgrounds and upbringings, um, Sometimes we'll butt heads a little bit on our views. For instance, COVID is yeah. kind of a big one. She's got a different view than I do on how to handle that. Like we, we still don't really not, know what my view is yet, but we're, we're figuring well, it out. Well, but we also know that you're introverted and I'm not. Right. So that, that, that does play a role. Also, I know sometimes I tell you that I feel like you're a little bit more fear-based about it than I am. But And that's true. I You know, here's the deal. I, I probably am. And I think it's because of what I touched on earlier, my whole work, life's work has been in, you know, the healthcare field. So I've been privy to see things that probably have scared me a little more than, you know, most people. And that's probably where that comes from. If I had to guess anywhere. And I did have a mother that scared me of everything. So there you go. But I mean, what are you scared of? You know, but really right now I can truly say because I don't go anywhere. Again, that's just my lifestyle anyhow. I'm not scared because I, well, this is my norm, basically. So, so really what you're saying is you're happy because you don't have to go anywhere anyway. I'm so damn happy that I don't have to go See, anywhere. that's that's, <laughs> but that's the difference. For me, like, having to do that would tear at my soul because I yeah. like my freedom. I like my freedom. I want to go and do what I want to do. Um, but that's a different premise, though. Yeah. If it's fear, if you were extroverted and it was about fear, that'd be different. Perhaps. Right. And I, but I'm not extroverted, uh, except for yeah, you're- our little uh, podcast. I really love talking to people this way, but I, I but I'm not, no, I'm not normally, I'm a, usually I'm a one on one person. You're, of course, my sister, my best friend. And then I have my best friend from high school and I have another friend I've been friends with for 30 some years. So, that's it. That's kind of my world. And that, you know, outside of that, I don't, I don't yeah. have a lot of friends, which I'm fine with. <laughs> so that's, well, that's kind of how I like my life. Anymore, but, well, the thing is, so to answer the question is, um, we do butt heads some, but I feel like we have enough respect and love for each other. We will feel our walls come up. Um, for instance, like we have felt our walls come up on certain subjects and then we laugh. <laughs> And then we'll laugh at it because we're like, oh, my gosh, you're so blah, 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 you know. But then we'll try to talk it through. Right. You know. And, and that's and the I best ha- part. And sadly, and God, I hope I don't, you know, get in trouble for this comment, but there's some other family members sometimes that I butt heads with and I can't do that with. Well, and you know, I usually find that those are the ones that we're in that day to day with. It's right, you know, because and, and, really you could look at us and go, well, yeah, it's easy for y'all. Because look at you, you're you're on Facetime, you're states away from each other, and and you dare wouldn't want to make each other mad. Well, it's yeah, you know, it's not even a, it's not a fear of making each other mad. It's just I think it goes back to really what you just said. It's that respect of I want to hear what you got to say because you know what, maybe maybe you're gonna say something that I hadn't thought about, and that happens you know, a lot for me. You know what I just thought of, though? Because we have to, the way that our relationship is through FaceTime, Mm -hmm. we have to communicate better. Yeah. Because if we don't, 
We don't talk. Right. And who wants to not do that? I know. And the other one I see, so we can pretend like nothing ever happened, which I hate doing, but whatever works for them. But if you're at a, if you're at a family function, then whatever you just, you know, move on or whatever, instead of talking it through, like I would have to do with you because I have to. Right. Right. We have to, we have to come to the table and go, okay. I would do anyway. Yeah. Absolutely. But we but we have a different relationship, so Well we do. So we got another question from Sheila in Arkansas. And Sheila wants to know, Wendy, what are some of the best oils I can use right now for you know for the COVID, for keeping oh. myself healthy, not necessarily, I don't, I don't think she wants to maybe cure COVID with oils because you can't do that, but I think she wants to know what uh oils can she use to help her immune system stay bold and healthy. I'm glad you're asking that, uh, Sheila, because it, it is yeah. Sheila, yeah. Sheila. So because I've had a lot of clients asking that. So good question. So I I use Young Living, but there are uh, other companies like Revive and Plant Therapy that are very or DoTerra, whatever, that are close or the same ish mm-hmm. ish. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I love Thieves. I like to put that in my mask. I put it the roll on on my my chest and neck every day and i'm telling you guys i've worked since april and i'm in everybody's bubble for at least 60 to 90 minutes and i've been with hundreds of clients since april and i haven't knock on wood gotten anything not saying this is because of oils but i'm saying that doesn't hurt you know we're super 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 clean too um i also really am a believer in the oregano i'm a believer in um tea tree so I did a video a while back on if you get a sore throat or something to do an oregano, like get a, a thing of salt, a container of salt, put two drops of oregano, maybe a drop of tea tree, and then mix it and then put it as a gargle. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't want to swallow because you don't ingest tea tree, but you could certainly gargle with that. But the oregano, um, there's there's a lot of good ones, but I would say my main favorites are oregano and thieves which is a combination of clove cinnamon eucalyptus um and lemon so yeah that's what i would suggest and put it in your mask so you can breathe that that's a good idea that's what i do i put it in my mask i put it on um so yeah for sure good question yeah that is a good question um as far as you know i want to ask a question too uh as far as the oils, again, this is an oil-related question. What is the best oil you think right now to, you know, when you're doing your massage therapy for somebody to work out those those muscles that, you know, and have you worked on anybody who had had, had COVID, who yes. fought COVID? What, what's the best oil to use on those people? Because they're kind of fatigued, right? They're very fatigued. Some of them have, still have a headache. Some of them just feel completely out of sorts. A lot of them didn't have... Uh, in fact, I worked on an ER nurse two days ago. Mm-hmm. She still didn't have her smell back, but she did get her smell when I put, and this is what I did to her. And it's case by case for me. You know, yeah. I, I work on a client by client, but right. I put a combo of eucalyptus, peppermint, and I think raven together. And I put it on her chest, and then I put a warm compress on top of her chest, and she loved it and could smell Oh my God, that's amazing! I'm not even kidding. I couldn't believe it. She's like, I, I can smell that. And I was like, Are you sure? She goes, Yeah. <laughs> oh but wow. But I mean, it went away. But I think 
the whiff, I don't know, something happened for her and she, she said she felt better. Um, so really, it really just depends on who I'm working on. Everybody is different. So lavender is a universal easy one. Right, right. I'm, I'm, I'm careful with certain oils because they could make, you know, some people react. But, um, you know, peppermint's great for muscles, period. Oh, that, yeah, that, you know, you've helped me a lot when you told me to get peppermint and help my help me. Um, peppermint is a good one. But the oregano tea tree is good for fungus on the feet, you know. Oh, gosh, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I wanted to, to let our, our listeners know if you're hearing anything right now, we apologize. My sweet little shizu just came into the room. <laughs> okay. I don't hear Jack it. Jack is with us. So there you go. <laughs> we love Jack Jack. Well, I've loved know, my cat. Here you go, Wendy. What about with animals? What, you know, mm-hmm. what have you learned during COVID? Have your animals, you know, um, is there anything that you're doing different for your animals? Is there anything we can do to help them because I would imagine they feel the stress. I mean, you think about it, your human has gone out of the house for X amount of years to work. And then all of a sudden they're home with you and those poor, I'm sure they love it, but they've got to be absorbing some of our stressors, right? I think they love it. But, um, I believe that we need to do the opposite. We need to watch them because they could give two craps what's happening mm-hmm. and and they are just living their lives and living in the moment and enjoying being outside and and all that so i mean to me they teach me so yeah. the humans that are home need to watch the animals that's my opinion yeah that's very good advice it's extremely good advice well wendy this has been a great episode i think of wine with wendy and I have so enjoyed talking to you again. And, and listeners, we have missed y'all. We promised to keep on track and do a little bit better. We kind of got a little sidetracked with families and COVID and things. And yes, if there's any topics that anyone wants us to talk about, please. I mean, like I said, I own a massage wellness center. And, you know, Mary Beth is very, she's a life coach now. And she's skilled in, um, you know, the... Uh, tell them what you do again. Oh, that's She's right. Now, so here way. we go. We have some tools for you if you need them. Uh, Wendy, why don't you tell them uh, your how to get in touch with you down in Texas if they're in that area for massage? Uh, feel, well, it's not just massage, but you can also just look at my website and you feel free to contact me if you have questions. It's uh, www.ppmtherapy.com. And, um, just, you know, if you have a question or you just want to know something, or if you're curious about like lymphatic stuff or oils or whatever, I mean, I'm not charging. If you just have a question, that's totally cool. Just let me know. And her videos are great. Your videos. Oh yeah. That's on, that's on Facebook. And I hope to do more videos just because I had so many requests during lockdown of what to do, uh, for certain things, but Hopefully, I'll come out with something. But anyway, Mary Beth, I know you just got certified as a life coach, yeah. especially for hospice-related type things. But, I did. you know, you can I, speak to that. Yeah, so if anybody out there is sitting at home and, you know, um, it's such a hard time and you are, let's say you've been given a you know a terminal illness diagnosis and you need some help with that, uh, feel free to visit my website, www.lifecenteredpurpose.com. You can always email me at, uh, uh, sorry, lifecenteredpurpose at gmail.com. And then I'm on Facebook as well. But I'm here to help anybody that needs a life coach. 
um, and that needs to talk. So feel free to get in touch with me. So there yeah, you go. We, we have skills, y'all. But um, and and hopefully, you know, if you guys ever just want to ask a question, feel free to email this particular podcast too, and and we're happy to talk about whatever you think is important. But just know, I, I feel like there's so much going on. We all need to support each other. I don't care if you're in uh, Timbuktu or Jamaica or Singapore or wherever you are, you know, just shout out because yeah. we're, we're all in this together, right? We are. We're, you know, one world. So if you want to get in touch with us on our, with our podcast email, that is winewithwindysisters at gmail.com. Again, it's winewithwindysisters at gmail.com. And love you, sister. Love you, sister. It was a great podcast, and we will see you next time. Everybody stay safe. Bye, guys.